0: Podcast. Toot toot. Well, Mister Possum, it's the new year. Yep,
1: it's New Year, buddy. It's time to slough off the you of old and invite the new flesh for the year. Well, that is really one way to put it, Mister Possum. Yeah, but sure is. I kind of wish that I could actually mold my skin like a snake does. Kind of leave a whole just possum skin behind. Wouldn't that be nice? I think that
0: would be nice for everybody because uh you're looking pretty grimy at the moment.
1: Yeah, I could probably use
0: a good sloughing.
1: I bet you know. I, then I could like charge for people
0: to like wear my skin around. What a treat for the for people! Yeah, get a little app that tells you where a little possum husk is waiting that you could put on and surprise your friends and scare your neighbors.
1: Is that not a great business idea?
0: It sounds okay. Now, me personally. I think you're just inviting some uh, identity theft with something like that.
1: What could you do that could ruin my reputation further than what I've already
0: done? Oh, no. For you, I get it. That's fine. I'm saying for me, if I had a husk that I was leaving around different places and people could just put it on, I would assume that they would then go and, I don't know, make a bad music video instead of a good one, and then it would tarnish my reputation, you know? Right.
1: Well, there's a way to do that.
0: Okay. Okay. It's kind of like you put a stamp on it, on your old husk.
1: Kind of like what they do on the internet for pictures that you can't have. It says, like, you know, Getty images. Uh Uh-huh. Except you just put husk on your skin. So you watermark the skin. You watermark the skin. So when people wear it, you know, they can do foolish things in your skin,
0: but people will know that it's
1: not really you. It's just husk stuff.
0: You'd have to put it across the face, I think. people can hide any other part of the body That's true So before you slough off last year's skin You would of course go to the tattoo parlor And get them to tattoo husk across the forehead
1: Yeah, I mean, and across your cheeks too Because, you know, you could just wear like a a hat or something And cover up that forehead
0: Oh, that's true
1: It's gonna have to say husk, 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 husk Like forehead, cheeks, across your lips,
0: neck (laughs) Yeah, you gotta get all the areas
1: Where is the market for these people that are so desperate for others' skin that they'll wear it even though it says husk
0: everywhere on the face? Much like walking around in someone else's shoes, Mr. Possum, someone might choose to spend a day in someone else's skin and know what it's like to be treated like a little husk man. I think in this society that we've made up, there would be a a class of people who are hiding in the old husks.
1: So what kind of lesson do you think people would learn by being one of your huskies? Because they're not going to get the same kind of treatment that you get because you don't have the word husk written across
0: your face, you know? Right, but eventually there's going to be like a counterculture movement of people who get husk tattooed across their faces and walk around. If you think about it, my real skin is the real husk. They'll say stuff like that.
1: If a guy walks up to you with husk written across his face and he says, "If you think about it," you just go, "Stop, stop right there." I get it. Just don't waste any more of my time.
0: Well, you can tell from this conversation that uh, Mister Possum and I are going to go over our New Year's resolutions tonight on the show.
1: Yep, we'll be right back with the countdown. Mr. Possum, what's your number five? Well, buddy, my number five is I'm giving up carbs. You're giving up carbs, huh? Yeah, just eating too much bread these days. Feeling kind of bloated. Mm-hmm. Starting to add up, you know. I'm I've been a real carb Dry sand this year.
0: <laughs> toot toot.
1: I'm something of a, a starchy bunker.
0: Uh, toot toot.
1: Bread Flintstone. <laughs> Big hell, if I had a car, it'd be a Rolls Royce. Okay. Because of Rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm rich. It's just because of Rolls. Sure. I just got to be more diet conscious this year. Got to stick more to puddles. More meats.
0: Mm -hmm. What about uh, about some vegetables? What about uh, get yourself some cabbage or some uh, cauliflower or broccoli? Broccoli. A carrot.
1: Now, what are what are these things? Are vegetables? Just, are you just making up
0: stuff? You've never had vegetables?
1: When you say vegetables,
0: what do you mean? When you're walking around in a field, the grass and the shrubs and brush and stuff, that's all vegetables, Mr. Possum. I ain't eating no nature carpet.
1: Squirrels pee on that stuff.
0: Well, I'm just saying, Mr. Possum, it's a good way to fill your belly up, but not with carbs. Like they make uh, they make bread now What's just cauliflower What? You can make uh, the dough for a pizza Out of cauliflower
1: Dough freaking way You
0: better believe
1: it, Mr. Possum Oh, toot toot Well, thank you for the advice anyway
0: What's the yeast I can do, Mr. Possum Oh, toot toot, that's delightful Toot toot Big Hal, what's your number five? My number five New Year's resolution Is to finish my epic space adventure script I got a script I've been working on for years. No kidding. Yeah. It's an adventure in space. And, uh, you know, that last Star Wars movie came out. And I think now that the Skywalker saga is finished, I think audiences are ready for something with a little more, let's say, substance. Hmm. Space Fight, my movie, is a multi-generational epic about a scrappy group of space rebels challenging an all-powerful galactic empire. Hmm. Sounds like Star Wars. Well, it's different than Star Wars, Mr. Possum. Is it? Yeah.
1: Name one way it's different than Star Wars.
0: Well, in Star Wars, you have the Force, right? Yeah. In my movie, you have the goo. Hmm. It's a magical goo, and when you drink it, you can jump real high, and your hands and feet become sticky so you can stick to stuff. Oh, man. Is there slam dunks in space? Oh, of course there will be dunks in this movie. If people are jumping high. Oh, there's going to be dunks in this movie? Yeah. Gooey. People will be dunking those spaceships right out of the sky is what they'll be doing. That sounds tight. I'm not going to lie. And you know how in Star Wars they say, may the force be with you? Yeah. In this movie they say, "Mmm, that's good goo.
1: <laughs> Name a scenario where someone would say, "Mmm, that's good goo.
0: Well, sorry to spoil this, but our hero at one point in the film drinks a bunch of goo and then dunks a missile right into the exact right hole to blow up this huge space station. And all his friends back on the ship go, Ooh, that's good goo. I think you're onto something with these space dunks. Mm -hmm. I'm into it.
1: Possum, what's your number four? Buddy, my number four is uh, I'm going to start picking up hitchhikers. Oh. I just, I pass them all the time on the road and I ignore them and then I feel guilty later.
0: You you pass them all the time on the road? Yeah. Sitting there with their thumb out. Right. And when you say you pass them on the road, you mean you walk past them on the road? Yeah. Because you don't have a vehicle.
1: No, I ain't got no truck.
0: Okay. So when you say you're going to start picking up hitchhikers, you mean you're going to start asking hitchhikers if they would like to ride on your back. Yeah. As you crawl down the road at probably a slower pace than they could walk. Yeah. Piggyback rides. Okay. I'm not sure they're going to take you up on that for a couple of reasons. One is, again, they can walk faster than you can. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, two is I think if they're trying to actually get a good ride to someplace like far away, their odds of actually getting that ride go down if they're with a possum at that time. So if they're riding you, they're not going to get a better ride.
1: What would they want with a better ride? I've got mints and little bottled waters in my pouch they could have. I try to make
0: steps to make the ride enjoyable. I mean, part of the dynamic with a hitchhiker is that you're just doing somebody a favor. Yeah, And it sounds like you're actually trying to get people to ride you at this point.
1: I'm enticing them. I'm like, get on here, but why aren't you on my back already? I got Werther's in here. I got mints. I got Waters. I could put on the radio
0: for you. How would you do that?
1: Well, I would just take requests and sing them songs. Okay. They could pretend they're calling into a radio station. And I'd be like, this is Alan Possum. What do you want to hear? And they're like... In the Middle of the Night by Billy Joel. And I'll be like, uh, I don't have that record. What else do you want to hear?
0: Oh, it sounds really good. And, that, and and right now, they're unwrapping a slimy Werther's Original from out of your pouch, right?
1: Yep, got to keep them wrapped. They'll be half melted from the heat in my
0: pouch. Possum, I got a uh, biology question for you. If I unwrapped a Werther's Original and stuck it in your pouch, no doubt it would eventually dissolve from the heat and the slime. Mm-hmm. Would that make its way into your belly in some way?
1: Like when I get to have it? Would it get absorbed into my body? Yeah. No, I, my my pouch would just have it. Okay. My pouch mouth would enjoy it, but I couldn't have it. And it would just become a layer of candy inside my pouch. Mm. Not much good for me.
0: Yeah, but a nice little treat for the next uh, occupant.
1: Good science question.
0: Thank you, Mr. Possum. Big Owl, what's your number four New Year's resolution? Mr. Possum, this year is the year I win the New York Marathon. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. I'm going to win the New York Marathon this year. It's a beautiful marathon. Happens in the fall. All the leaves changing and stuff.
1: I've never seen you run. I've never even seen you shuffle.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not doing any training. I'm not, and I don't run. Hmm. Guy of my status doesn't have to run. What, you got people to run for you? A man of a certain comfort level never has to run anywhere.
1: Gotcha. Let me get this straight. So you're not going to train for this marathon and you expect to win it.
0: Oh, Mr. Possum. Oh, simple, basic Mr. Possum. Oh, naive, innocent, dumb as a rock Mr. Possum.
1: Why are you being so nice to me?
0: Well, because it's cute. It's cute how you buy into the conventional wisdom that someone needs to train for a marathon. Mm -hmm. The truth is, and I believe this very strongly, everyone has one marathon victory inside of them that they're born with. I just need to conserve my energy and put on a few pounds for the journey. I'm going to get myself nice and charged up like a battery. I'm going to avoid the sun. I'm going to spend quite a bit of this year in the dark, not moving so that I've built up the energy for a marathon victory inside myself when I approach that starting line.
1: So you're just going to slither up to the starting line like a pale worm and just win that thing, huh? Absolutely. You know, the French call
0: marathons the little death. I have always known that. What's your number three
1: resolution? Hey yourself, my number three is I'm gonna kick out my roommate finally.
0: I didn't even know you had a roommate, Mr. Possum.
1: Yeah, I took in this guy a while back and now he's just really overstayed his welcome and I've been putting it off for a while. I just can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Kick him out. Be honest, I'm scared of him. He's a wizard, Big Al. The guy's a wizard? He's a wizard, he's a real wizard.
0: So he's really good at video games?
1: No, he's a real
0: wizard. What do you mean? He's
1: smart? Like with the tall hat and the beard and the spooky religion. Oh, like Gandalf. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of tight. He waves his wand around and all these brooms and mops dance and clean the house and stuff. That's nice. But... Big house, sometimes them brooms really get to smacking me.
0: That sounds terrible, Mr. Possum. It is. Smacked with a broom in your own house. In
1: my own house. And the wizard swears he ain't doing it on purpose. He keeps on saying it's an old habit for the broom. It's like broom memory. It's like what it did in life. It does now in its magical death. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I'm telling you, he's spooky.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing about wizards is you can't really, they'll say stuff like, ooh, that spell didn't go right. And you're like, Did it not go right? Or did it go exactly as you planned? (laughs) Or are you manipulating me with that magic that I don't understand and I don't know how to do?
1: One of these days, that broom is going to smack me clear out of the house and I'm going to be outside and then he's just going to lock the door and he's going to say, I live here now. don't make no sense for a posman to have a house anyway. But I don't know how I'm going to kick him out. I mean, because the conversation is, you know, it ain't going to do it. He's not going to just leave...
0: Yeah, who knows what kind of mishaps he might get into when he's uh, magically packing all his stuff, waving that little wand around, and all his belongings are leaping eagerly into a suitcase. Mm-hmm. They'd probably all smack you and punch you on their way out.
1: Getting smacked by the wizard's old drawers.
0: I think you really screwed up asking this wizard to come live with you. You're not supposed to have roommates who have powers that you don't. That's what, sort of one of the rules of life. I didn't know
1: that. I didn't know you had to have a balance of power with your roommates. He just showed up with this tall hat and just immediately sounded like a good idea to invite him in my home.
0: I mean, there were probably some nice perks at the beginning that, that made it seem worthwhile.
1: Yeah, I mean, he got me free cable and the milk never went bad. And he, he was able to skip through the commercials on TV with just by blinking. Oh, wow. I hate commercials.
0: I like commercials. I think there's some of the funniest stuff on TV now. Mm. Now, what I would love, Mr. Possum, would be a channel that's just commercials all day long. Is that what you'd like? That's what I would like. You know, just 30 seconds with little gags and little bits, and the stakes never matter too much. And you could just hang out and chill out and watch that.
1: Well, if that's what you want, you know, I know a guy that could arrange
0: this for you. He's about to not have a home, and he would love to arrange it for you. Well, I'm not going to invite him as an equal partner in my household. I think the wife would have a problem with the wizard moving in. Or she wouldn't have a problem with it, and that would be a problem for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Big Al and Possum, brave and strong and awesome. Speaking truths and tooting toots and having tons of laughs. Big Al and Possum, two good boys, two men hollering. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad.
0: Hey, Mr. Possum! Hey, Big Owl. I heard you lost a sheep from your flock this week. Uh-huh, I did. That's too bad. They say a good shepherd never loses a sheep.
1: That's right, Big Owl. I'm not a good shepherd. I stink at it.
0: Well, what happened?
1: Well, I went to check on my flock and my prized lamb, Little Stacy, was missing. Oh, poor Little Stacy. I suspected that Little Stacy had been apprehended by a fox that lives nearby. This treacherous old fox named Phil. Phil the Fox. So I go to Phil's house and I see this pile of lamb bones right out his front door. This old sum gun, I thought, and I knocked on the door. Oh boy. So Phil Fox answers the door and he goes, yes? Trying to sound all nonchalant and innocent. And I go, you old fox, where'd these lamb bones come from? You ate my little Stacy, didn't you? What'd he say to that? He says, oh, no, Mr. Possum, those are some old bones of mine I've had laying around, and I decided to put them outside for the garbage to pick up. I haven't seen your little Stacy. He was lying, and I knew it. Right. So I noticed he's wearing a new lamb's wool sweater. And I go, where'd you get that new lamb's wool sweater, you creepy old fox? And Phil goes, I went shopping today, and I purchased a sweater at American Eagle Outfitters at the mall. Oh, sure. Mm. Likely store then I smell some soup he's got cooking up on the stove, and I go, Phil, you hungry old fox? you're cooking up some lamb stew right now, ain't you? And I bet that's my little Stacy in there. And what'd he say? He goes, oh, that's some canned lamb stew I bought at the store. So I'm like, well, let me see the can. And he goes, oh, I threw it away. And I'm like, this don't add up at all. This some gun got my lamb. So what'd you do? Well, he wouldn't let me in to look around, so... I hired a private investigator,
0: a guy named Jeff the Fox. You hired a Fox as a private investigator to investigate another Fox?
1: Yeah, and he goes over to Phil's house and looks around and comes back and says, I checked into that and he's telling the truth. I'm like, what?
0: Let me ask you a question about this P.I., Mr. Possum. Okay. Did he look just like Phil the Fox? No, he had a little mustache. Oh, okay, carry on.
1: So then I go to the sheriff, Sheriff Fox, Sheriff Fox goes over there and he says the exact same thing.
0: And Sheriff Fox maybe looked, uh...
1: Yeah, he looked exactly like Phil, but he had a little badge and a hat on.
0: What? What's your point? Uh, nothing.
1: So now I tell the sheriff I know he ate little Stacy. And if I can get into this house, I can prove it. There's no receipt from American Eagle. There's no soup can in there. Mm-hmm. And Sheriff Fox tells me I gotta go talk to the judge and get a warrant.
0: Let me guess, Mr. Possum. Judge Fox. Yeah, Judge Fox. Another Fox. Yeah. And Judge Fox looked just like Phil, but he had like a little powdered wig on. Shall I
1: tell the story, Big Al, or would you like to tell it?
0: Sorry, continue. And I appear before Judge Fox,
1: who looks just like Phil the Fox, but he's got a little powdered wig on. And I say, I know Phil the Fox captured and ate my lamb, little Stacy. I can prove it if you will just give me a warrant to search this house. And what did the judge say to that, Mr. Possible? The judge says, okay, Mr. Possum, here's your warrant. Why aren't you off looking elsewhere for your lamb? Toot, toot! Toot, toot. Big Hal and Possum, brave and strong and awesome, speaking truths and tootin' toots and having tons of laughs. Big Hal and Possum, both bound for poppers' coffins, will comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Big Hal, what's your number three?
0: Mr. Possum, my number three, resolution is to take a few minutes each day to just take care of me. Just a few? Just a few minutes every day. Just a little me time, you know? Just to focus on me, focus on my needs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start doing that. I need to start doing that more. Did you already start that
1: one? I mean, like, I texted you the other day. You, You was in the bath.
0: Well, yeah, but bathing is just simple hygiene, Mr. Possum. That's not, like, a special moment. That's not me taking care of me. So simple hygiene, that takes three hours? Well, I was watching Mad Men.
1: What about on my birthday when you was late? Because you was updating your Wikipedia page.
0: Okay, well, that's not me time. That's not taking care of me. That's focusing on my brand a little bit. And a tidy brand is important for an entertainer. Mm. A good Wikipedia page, I've always said, is like a litter box. You got to scoop it from time to time. Mm.
1: What about that time I came over your day and you was just on the couch watching your own music videos? Just knee-deep in your own stink.
0: Well, Mr. Possum, now, an important part of being an artist is uh, reflecting on your work and challenging yourself to make it better, seeing how it could be better, seeing the gaps in it.
1: Okay, Big Al, but overall, my question is, is there ever a time when you're not soaking in your juices already? Just making this whole big old mess about yourself?
0: Hmm. That's interesting, Mr. Possum. I think I'll carve out a chunk of my daily journal time to think about that. Possum, what is your number two resolution? This is something I really need
1: to work on. This year, I'm going to get better about how I handle conflicts, uh-huh. big O. Because my, my current strategy is whenever I feel tense or stressed for some kind of a confrontation, I just kind of die.
0: Yeah, you shut down.
1: I shut down. The whole thing just shuts down, and I fall over, and I'm dead for a time. Listeners at home will know that as playing possum. And I've got I've to quit that. I've got to start facing my problems head on and having thoughtful debates
0: with my friends. I, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm going to give you a little pushback here because I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think you've actually got a better system than most people do when it comes to conflicts and arguments. I got
1: to say, I'm feeling a little bit
0: woozy right now. You see, Mr. Possum, one way in which you are wrong is I've never actually seen an argument go anywhere. I've never seen anyone actually really have their mind changed by being challenged on the spot with an idea. Quit
1: it, big owl. I mean it. I don't feel right.
0: I think dropping dead on the ground is, in any instance, a better solution to a conflict than escalating it or. Sort of pursuing it on an academic level
1: Big Al, please stop disagreeing with me The light is fading here I don't feel right
0: I just think you happen to already have The best way to resolve Conflicts that there is (laughs) Ha ha ha, I got him Possum fell over and died Everybody, I did it, I got him How what's your number two resolution? Possum, my number two, and this is a big one, is to take charge of my life. Oh, so like you're gonna start working out? Nope.
1: You're gonna start eating better? No, sir. You're gonna start saving money.
0: I am not. You're
1: gonna go back to school and get a better job?
0: No way. No, Mr. Possum. I'm taking charge of my life this year by getting days, if not weeks. Of my life back That would otherwise be spent Picking out a pair of jeans How hmm. you gonna do that? Because now There's universal jeans hmm. One pair of jeans for everybody Mr. Possum No more figuring out your cut Or picking a style No more buying a pair of jeans In the midst of a fad or a craze And having those jeans go out of style Before you wear the crotch out of them No Everyone will look the same all of the time. We will free ourselves from the whims of Big Jean and simply put on our universal jeans first thing in the morning.
1: So do these jeans kind of suck themselves onto your body like that Back to the Future jacket? How does it work?
0: Well, Mr. Possum, universal jeans have accordion pleats in the legs that allow the jeans to be longer or shorter depending on your own legs.
1: Ooh, do they make actual accordion sounds? Like if I bend my legs up and down, it's like...
0: (laughs) No, they don't, and that did not sound like an accordion, Mr. Possum. Well, if you're not good at it, it sounds like an accordion. I think the makers of Universal Jeans, they don't want people playing annoying little tunes on their jeans because you're never going to get sick of these jeans, Mr. Possum. So the
1: idea is to make them forgettable, you know, so you don't have to think about
0: them. It would be very helpful if we could all forget about our jeans. So are they black, are they white, or are they just jeans? They're jean-colored. Jean-colored. And the waist is elastic, so these bad boys can fit anybody.
1: Now, you said this is one pair of jeans for the whole world? Yes. Now, how do we sign up when I get to wear the jeans? Like, how do I know somebody else ain't wearing them that day?
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, simple, basic, Mr. Possum. But
1: that sounds like a hassle.
0: When I say one pair of jeans for everyone, I'm referring, of course, to a mass-produced Jeans that everyone will wear So there will be millions If not billions Ultimately of these jeans
1: Oh okay I thought it was just one pair I feel the fool Yeah But what if I don't like the jeans Oh I see I see what's happened There's no other options for me to choose from and If I don't like them I just don't have them
0: Wow spoken like someone who's in the pocket Of Levi Strauss and Co They've been greasing your wheels, get you talking about gene choice.
1: You think I'm in the pocket of Big Gene?
0: I do think you're in the pocket of Big Gene. If you're suddenly worried about gene choice and not your time and your money, that's interesting. That's interesting. It sounds like, sounds like they got to you. Oh, I think you should
1: be careful talking that guff to Big Jeans. I think you've made a very powerful enemy today, Big Owl. Toot 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 toot. How what's your
0: number one? Mr. Possum, in 2020, I am finally going to find the lost pirate gold of Bunkrope Island. Oh. Mm. Legend speaks of a pirate captain named Spoons Davis who left a vast sparkling booty buried in the muddy banks of Bunkrope Island, North Carolina. People stopped searching for this gold in the 50s after a guy admitted he made the whole thing up. But I've got this itch, Mr. Possum. I've got this nagging suspicion that that pirate booty is out there waiting for me. And when I find it, I'll be rich.
1: That sounds pretty good, Big Hal, but I won't be coming with you. I'll tell you that.
0: You're not going to help me out with this?
1: Nope, this is your mission alone, sir. What if I offer you a little bit of it? No, it's too dangerous. I'm afraid if I go look for this pirate treasure that my head's going to fall off.
0: (laughs) What? Why would your head fall off, Mr. Possum?
1: Well, you've seen pirate treasure. It's always got just skulls around it. Yeah. Where's the rest of the human skeleton? It's just the skulls. Hmm. I think when you go to look for treasure, sometimes your head
0: just falls off. Uh, I can see why you would think that. Because, yes, there are skulls usually sort of perched atop a treasure chest when one finds the pirate booty. hmm As a sort of warning to anybody who would come and steal it. But then the rest of the bones they've got to use as, uh, you know, to roll out out cookie dough or to use as drumsticks in the band. I still think there's a pretty good chance of your head falling off, so I
1: think I'll just stay right here in your
0: house while you go on this journey. Now, you don't get to stay here in my house just because you have a wizard squatting at your place who's more powerful than you. Doesn't mean you get to sleep on my couch for all of 2020.
1: Well, just until I kick out the wizard.
0: Which will be when?
1: Uh, you know what? I'll probably kick him out. Well, I can't do it this month because that's his birthday. And the next month's February. Oh, he's single. I can't kick
0: him out on around Valentine's Day. Wow, Mr. Possum. you are You are definitely going to have this wizard living at your place for a long time. March is no good. St. Paddy's is then. Well, now you're just picking out holidays as excuses to not kick your wizard roommate out.
1: Mr. Possum, what's your number one? My number one resolution for this year is I'm going to start wearing shoes. Oh, wow. That's huge. Yep. Going to treat myself to some shoes. See, I thought that by not wearing shoes my whole life that my feet would get... Sort of callous and rubbery and sort of just become shoes. Like I got my own air possums on. Sure. Some Reebok dumps. Dump it up. Remember those? Anyway, it ain't happening. I don't have good shoes. They're almost wooden. Now, you're talking about your
0: feet here. Yeah, I got wooden feet. feet. Your feet are wooden.
1: Yeah, they're like puppet feet.
0: Or clogs.
1: I have clogs.
0: You have some Niederlander clogs on.
1: It's getting in the way of my stealthiness, and that's becoming a problem. You can hear me coming. Sounds like George Washington in high heels.
0: George Washington in high heels. Ain't that a funny image? That, yeah, I mean, if he wanted to wear high heels, that would be fine, first of all. Second of all, why has it got to be George Washington and not just anybody in high heels? I
1: don't know, because he's kind of a big feller like me, and... I don't know, I guess if he wore high heels, they'd be wooden. Oh, right. right. Because of his teeth. Sure. It's a pretty solid description of what it would sound
0: like. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast.
1: Toot, toot.